strategize together. Let's hear it from an expert. Join the conversation, it's informative and free. You and me, let's talk some strategy. Here's your host, Doreen Morin Van Dam. Hello, everybody. My name is Doreen Morin Van Dam, and I'm back with another episode of Strategy Talks. I want to welcome everybody who's here live with us today. Please put in the comments where you're joining us from. If you're watching this on the replay, you are welcome. And we are so glad you're here. Put hashtag replay in the comments. And last but not least, a special shout out to those who join us as podcast listeners. Before I introduce you to my guests, I do want to tell you what we're going to talk about today. It's about AI and content strategy and how AI can help you with all the different kind of content that you as a marketer should be and will be and probably are creating. So before we do that, I want to do a quick shout out to our sponsor. They are Social Insider. They are the intuitive dashboard for social media analytics, reporting and competitors analysis for brands and agencies. If you need data, you need Social Insider. So without much further ado, I'm going to introduce you and bring onto the screen today my guest, Gorbrer Brar. And Gorbier, you are, let me read this, you are a digital marketing specialist with filmmaking background. You excel in blending storytelling with the potential of AI and marketing and content creation, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. Um, your unique approach leverages visual storytelling to craft powerful campaigns that captivate audience and deliver results. And what I love, you are another one of my Canadian friends. And then the other thing that I want to share with everybody, you and I met on LinkedIn. And you joined, kind of joined the show and were commenting. And then I said I needed somebody to come talk about AI. And you were immediately willing and said, raised your hand and said, I'm using it. I'm a digital marketing specialist and I use AI at work every day. 100%. Uh, it's really exciting time to be in marketing, especially with uh, AI tools and pretty much every single thing you need related to marketing, I think there are a bunch of new tools that help us, um, you know, really speed up those things. And I think um, ChatGPT is number one. And I think that has to be the most uh, influential one as well. But uh, yeah, I think AI and each and everything you need for marketing, there's AI tool for that. That's awesome. So we're going to go divide this up into as a content creator, if you're watching this and you're in marketing, you might be a blogger, you might be a copywriter, you might be a graphic designer, you might be a web designer. So we're going to talk about all of those different pieces of content. But before we do, Gerber, I heard you say chat GPT. Now, are you somebody who says you can use the free version or you have to spend your $20 a month? I would 100% vouch for the chat GPT-4. I think it's completely worth it, especially with their new um, update that you can use your, um, what do they call it, plugins, right? So you can use plugins now, if you're not aware. 
So I think one of the most exciting ones for me especially is the link reader. So you can access the internet with ChatGPT and it makes it so much more powerful, right? You can use it to uh, review your documents and uh, even it can write scripts using the CapCut um, plugins. So instead of copy and pasting content into the chat box, you put a link and say, read the information that's here, and then you give them a prompt. So if you're watching this and you've been on the fence, should I pay the, the you know, money for um, chat GPT-4? Um, you know, our expert today says yes. And I would concur absolutely 100% do that. And I have... Um, grabbed a couple of different tools and extensions for sure. So we can talk about that when we get to uh, video. So let's talk about the overall content strategy. Um, say you're a, and, and even if people who are watching this are business owners, you need to be aware that most likely your marketing team already has their toes in the water. Maybe they've jumped in completely and are using these tools to create better content faster just so you know, they probably already are. And we can't, you know, I want, I want to have your agreement on this. We can't avoid it, right? Even if we go to a tool that we've been using for years, like Gmail or yeah. Canva, right? They're now integrating AI in all of those tools that are tools that we've been using for years, correct? Correct, 100%. And even, um, it's interesting that uh, the chat GPT-4 model, like, um, Bing has AI and it's based on chat GPT-4. So it's like every single place and even Adobe Photoshop has AI now. So it's like expanding into multiple platforms. It's basically everywhere. So if you're a business owner, ask your marketing team in a nice way and say, hey, how are you using it? Because I just watched this wonderful interview and there's a lot of different ways and we want to make sure we're using the, the, the latest tool. So let's talk about the different versions. And let's start with kind of the top tier, which to me is a website, right? As a digital marketer, most often our goal is to drive traffic to a website. So when we talk about content strategy and AI and websites, what are some AI tools or some things we can do with AI to improve traffic flow, design, all of those? I think the number one thing uh, is chat uh, GPT for this. Uh, what I've discovered is uh, using the same link extension. For example, uh, I work with a furniture manufacturer, for example, right? So I can put in a website for a major brand that is leading the industry, for example, Ikea. I put in the link for Ikea and then I can ask it, review the website and tell me what are their strongest points. And then it can tell me what are the tools, uh, even design elements, it can tell what are the things that are working for them and what are the things you can like use for inspiration and maybe incorporate in your own website as well. So I think that's really powerful. So you're using ChatGPT version 4, 4 as a competitor's analysis tool. Yeah, yeah, 100%. All right, brilliant. That's yeah. great. So if you've not done that before, you know, check out to see what other people in the industry are doing and have the tool AI analyze what's working and what's not on this website. And then, of course, what you do with that information is up to you. Yeah, completely. And I think 
you can even like not even competition analysis i think you can even put your website in and ask it the opposite like what are the areas that i can improve you know for users um so that it's easy for them to check out for example so it'll review the website and then it'll tell you what are the areas that you can improve instead so you that's, can use it both ways that's cool now can you ask it to look at you can't ask it to look at the back end but you can look at it as content or also seo wise how it ranks uh i don't think it looks into seo but definitely the way uh website looks and the functionality like uh, i did it with ikea so it, it told me like they have like store locators and it talks about sustainability so it, it's breaks it down into a couple of parts that's super cool so if you're a web designer if you're a social media manager who manages blogs for your clients you could use this tool to compare and look what other people are doing what blogs you can say analyze this competitor and tell me how many blog articles it has or how frequently do they publish right there's a lot of different things you could ask and find out without you mm -hmm. having to go and count so let's move from then the web to the blog what yeah. kind of ai tools can we use we're talking about content strategy because that's something that i do i have several clients that i blog for that i either ghostwrite or i manage their blog and um, so there's a lot of tools that i use but i would love to hear from you how you would use ai to improve that content strategy for a blog 100% um i think initially before we had chatgpt i think there was a tool called jarvis mm -hmm. so it's a website uh, and it breaks it down into like are you looking for a caption are you looking for an article are you looking for a campaign so it, it really breaks it down into every single social media need and you can ask it but i think even for blogs i'll come back to chatgpt and i really want to emphasize on the prompt you put in so i think it i think we are far from that like i tell chat gpt to write something and i can just copy and paste and that's it but i think it's it's really uh nice to have it as to give me ideas or like a starting point and it comes back to the creativity so i think if i'm asking chat gpt for example i have a fashion brand and i want to write on oversized t-shirt like why is that a trend so if i tell it write me an article on oversized t-shirt and then reference that in history when there has been uh transformations big transformations in history in fashion and then compare it and tell people that um you know this oversized t-shirts is influenced by celebrities and stuff so the amount of information you give in you can get really in depth and really interesting blogs. All right, and do and I have a follow-up question to you. Do you recommend people put in that prompt and say write this blog or would you recommend them doing it in like paragraphs or even break it up in smaller tasks? Cuz that's what I've been doing in order to get more of a in-depth and a more personalized um piece of content. I'll be like, "Hey, I'm going to write a blog about this topic, you know, give me some ideas and I get a headline and then I pick this headline, write an opening paragraph and this is what I want. And so 
once I have the opening paragraph, then I might go, well, now I want to talk about this one thing you mentioned. So I'm yeah. not asking it to write the whole thing right away. Is that how you use it? I actually use it. Um, so how I use it, I'll just prompt it, you know, just with information enough that this is the topic, this is the context, and this is the conclusion. This is the target audience. Just give as much information uh, as I can. And then it'll write like a draft, first draft, right? But then in that draft, I can see what are the subheadings, what exactly is ChatGPT trying to talk about? And then I'll open up another tab, you know, just a new chat, for example, and then use the previous chat just for reference and then ask it again and break it down into each different section. Okay, that makes sense. It's a very similar process. I like it. Yeah. So that's really cool. So instead of asking it to do all the work, and this is something that if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, AI is not the content creator's tool. It's an editing tool. It's an idea tool. It's an enhancement tool. It should enhance the work that you do. Maybe you're faster. Maybe you have better ideas. Maybe it comes up with a different angle. Maybe it improves your writing. Maybe all of those things. But if you're using it to do all the work for you, that's not going to work long term because it's just going to be the same as everybody else's. So I love yeah. that you said earlier about prompts. I think that's really um, interesting, right? Uh, a lot of people have a hard time coming up with ideas. So yeah. one of the things that you can do is give it two things. Like you said, oversized t-shirt, fashion brand, and the history. So then chat GPT can write a content, say, you know, right now, as we're recording this, the Ken and Barbie movie is really big. And say you had a realtor client who wanted to write something about Ken and Barbie. You could say, hey, uh, chat GPT, I want to write a blog article that's funny um, about, you know, Ken and Barbie looking for their next new dream home. And you live in this town and you're the realtor and you need to sell them. And then right? You get something super, super cool and interesting that yeah. is for that particular client. And that's yeah. how you should use it. Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. And I think, as you said, like, right up, fun, like, did you say funny? Yeah, funny, yeah. you know, yeah, be specific about the tone too, that you're looking for. Exactly. And I think these adjectives play a big role too. Like you can mold the same content that it's, uh, you know, giving you, you can ask it to make it playful, uh, creative, the more and different adjectives you use, you'll be surprised how different the outcome. Have is. you ever scolded chat GPT and said, you know, that was too funny. That was inappropriate. Go make it a little bit more GP. I, I've done yeah. that. I've had to do that before. I have, and I have um, a graphic designer in my team, and uh, he uses the opposite. He, he goes um, like, hey, um, you know, there seems to be a misunderstanding. Please make it. And I think it works both ways. You can even tell it like, hey, I was not expecting this. You got to change it. I think it, it works both ways. Yeah. So let's talk. Let's move. That's a perfect segue to graphic design, right? So now we yeah. did web, we did blogging, writing. Let's go to graphic design. What are, yeah. what are, how can we use AI for content strategy when we're doing graphics, photographs, images? Um, how can we use and what kind of tools and how do we use that? Because chat yeah. GPT does, do they do pictures yet? 
they, they haven't done it yet. No. Yet, I would say, yeah. But um, I think the two biggest tools I see is, first is mid-journey, of course. You can create beautiful art, and it definitely comes down to the prompt you put in. But I think uh, the amount of creative pictures you can get out of that is amazing. And then I think the second powerful tool is Adobe Photoshop. They have also started doing AI and um, graphic designer in my team, he was hesitant in using it as well, but then he started using it. And then he was like, it's speeding up my process. Like he was actually masking out something in the background. And then he was like, something like this would take me a couple of minutes. And this AI is making it just a matter of seconds now. So I think that's, that's huge, Adobe Photoshop. Yeah, right. Really so, nice. so to put that in context, you're still doing the same work. So say you have a photograph and uh, it has a person in the background that you don't want in it. It would take you a little bit of time to go into tool and to erase that person, maybe two, three minutes. If you with the click of one button or with one command, tell AI, there's a woman in the background, take it out and it's done. That's yeah. how you save time. So that's the content piece that's the ai piece that it makes what you do quicker it doesn't replace you you still have to put in the command and say take that out you still have to have a human brain that says that that thing doesn't belong in this picture right you still need to have a human editor in there but then the tools you use make that process faster and most times better because it's more precise i've been in those shoes of trying to erase something in the background and you know, your hand, you're blowing it up and your hand do it. It's, you know, trying to isolate the thing. But if you can literally say, erase the woman in the background and it's done. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And, um, but I would um, say that it's, it works best if you're erasing something and it has to just mask it out. It works perfectly. But if you have to add something, it's not there yet. Like, Okay. I would rather use mid-journey if I have to create something from uh, scratch. Like we have tried using different uh, tools. I think they call it DALI. Um, it's like an open AI's, um, you know, text to image yeah. generator. It's not there yet. I think Microsoft also had something. Um, it's, I think it's called Microsoft Designer. Yeah. It's also, but I think if you're creating something from scratch, mid-journey is your tool. Yeah, I've, I think there's some funny memes going around the internet of people who've tried to do text to image like on tools like Canva and, you know, a woman eating a sandwich has three hands, you know, like AI <laughs> yeah. is not that like somehow they haven't figured out that one, you know, one person, one, one human has two hands and five fingers <laughs> most of the time. And uh, it yeah. seems it's, it's kind of weird. It's, it's been, I think it's going to improve. And I think that the more we use it and the more we demand, that's what we want. Um, yeah. AI is going to just do all of that. But right now you're right. It's, it's kind of funny. And, and I have used it more to replace things than to take things out and replace it with something else. Like yesterday I tried, I found an image of um, a cake with a blue ribbon and I wanted a cake with a green ribbon. So yeah. I gave it a command, take out the blue ribbon and put a green ribbon in and it just, it couldn't do it. It couldn't figure it out. Oh, really? It was like, okay, I could erase the blue ribbon, 
but I couldn't put a green ribbon in and I have to just artificially do that myself and find a ribbon and, and copy and paste kind of thing. It couldn't figure that out, that command. And that's, again, that's okay. I mean, we are seeing progress because, you know, we're in the summer of 2023. This really just started happening maybe January, February of this year of 2023, where AI, yeah. I mean, I have been using tools. How long have you known or do you, have you, have you been aware that some of the tools that you've been using, Kerber, that had AI capabilities? How long? I think it's since uh, early last year. Uh, there was a model called uh, Playground. It was also OpenAI, uh, but it was like an early stage ChatGPT. So I was using that and it was very similar to uh, ChatGPT, and, uh, but it wasn't like that effective, right? But you can still uh, ask it to paraphrase or like ask it a couple of things and it'll reply back to you. And it was like, hmm, interesting. And then of course, I think starting of this year when this ChatGPT thing blew up, and that was like actually a game changer because it has so much uh, information. Of course, it, it can give you uh, some responses that are not that correct. So you need to check factual information, right? Let's but let's talk think... about that. Have you did you hear about that that court case where two lawyers almost got oh, yeah. disbarred? Did you hear about that? Yes, 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 I did. Yeah, so I for those who don't know this story, and you can probably ask Chat GPT four to pull it up for you. But there were two lawyers, I believe it was the state of Texas, who prepared a brief and had asked Chat GPT to come up with cases. So they it showed a precedence of this thing. And so they used that argument in court. And turns out that it was completely made up. And so I don't think they got this barred, but they definitely got written up and whatever you they you know, whatever punishment lawyers get when they make a mistake in court, that is what happened. Yeah. So um, which is a good point to make that, you know, you have to fact check yourself 100%. and things. And, you know, you talked about furniture website and, you know, I have B2B clients as well. And say you talk about home security, which is something that I blog about, you know, and I say, give me five reasons why somebody should have a home security system. I still need to go check that whatever five reasons I'm given that they make sense and that they are valid. So you need to do your own research and you need to make sure that what is told to you that, you know, that they're actually facts. And I think another thing is uh, copyright. As you said, like you have clients too. And I think if someone is running a social media agency or even uh, someone like myself um, who is in marketing for a company, I think we're not clear uh, on the copyright part. Like where is it writing those captions for you, right? So I think I would rather use the information from ChatGPT in terms of video content, or I'll have something like an article, a draft or ideas from AI, and then I would do my research and then polish my draft to finally publish it so that I don't get any trouble you know, next year if they review something. That makes sense. One of the ways I use it for copywriting is I'll read a bunch of articles, I'll do my research, I will combine them into a document from that research in the document. I'll write it up in my own words and put that into chat GPT. So they're my words that I put in and says, improve this. English is my second language. So yeah. I was like, okay, you know, grammar wise, maybe I changed sentences backwards, whatever. So fix this for a 10th grade level 
um, B2B business, how would you say this? And then it takes my words and makes it better. So that's kind of my process. We have a couple of minutes left and I do want to talk mm -hmm. about video because you just mentioned that AI and video and AI and podcasting. So let's go to video first. What are some tools that we can use and what are some of the things that AI can do when we produce video and you're a filmmaker. So this is kind of your wheelhouse. Yeah, I think uh, the latest one I saw is CapCut, right? So CapCut recently launched uh, a text-to-video feature, which is really nice. Uh, what it does is you just uh, type in your script into the CapCut um, app if you have it on. I'm not really sure if it, it's in the phone yet, but I tried it on my PC, right? So you just type your whole script, and then it gathers stock images that you have to change and make it more appropriate to your idea, but it also adds a voice over and does all the cuts and uh, it's really impressive. Like just for like a first draft or just like, if you're just want to see, it's kind of gimmicky, but I mean, it's impressive. And I'm excited to see how it, it will progress because it's like the first. It's the first thing. iteration, right? Yeah, exactly. no, that's super interesting. I do spend a lot of times creating reels for, for, um, for clients. So if I could say, here is some footage and now create the storyline, here's the script and put it all together. That would be amazing. That would save a lot of time. You still have to come up with the script. You still have to come up with the ideas or how you want the story to be told. But if they yeah. can do all the cuts and all that, that makes a lot of sense. Do you use AI for scripting as well? Or are those ideas of that? Is that something that you think that you should keep control over? I think you can definitely use it. Uh, for just to assist and just to give you, you know, um, text and volume, like you can tell it precisely. And I think that's something you uh, master over time, just how to prompt it. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I think once you nail it and then you can precisely tell, okay, I want this in the style of this, you know, and you can even, I have one interesting thing is you can even pick famous uh, people. So I love uh, Gary Vee. And uh, so you can, I, and I was playing around with ChatGPT for, uh, you can actually write something, write an article or like a paragraph, for example. And then you can say, make it easy to read and write in the style of Gary Vaynerchuk. And it will rewrite and use some of his phrases into, and it, it's, it's nice and playful. And, and that's great for social content because that's what people react to. They'll recognize the words, the style, and people really react to it. I love that. So last one, last piece of content that we can use AI for is podcasting. Now, would that be for recording? Would that be for post-production, pre-production, um, repurposing? Mm -hmm. Where can we use AI when we think about podcasting? I saw this amazing tool called Descript. And, uh, I use it. Test. Yeah, uh, I use it. There you go. So... Um, uh, I saw it and I was like, this, this is really amazing, right? Like you can cut down so much time in editing and all those. Um, it does the like, transcript for you. It can cut your video. Yeah. If you do video as well, it can cut sound bites. It can make um, little reels, little, you know, story TikToks or whatever you want to call them, short form video. It can do so much, absolutely, for podcasting. Um, yeah. I didn't know you were going to say that tool, but it's a fantastic <laughs> tool for sure. Um, yeah. And I, I use it almost every day. So, and I think that that's the thing that I kind of want to kind of close with 
if you're watching this and you're like, oh my God, all the tools, there are so many tools out there and there's so much to learn. Most likely you're, I feel like you're an expert because you're doing this all the time. You're a digital marketing specialist. You probably use three to 5% of the capability of the tools that you have in your toolbox. Is that about, you know, like an assessment? Maybe there's some tool, maybe with Canva, I'm using 30, you know, yeah. and, and I'm an avid user of Canva. You know, of all the tools that I have, that's probably a tool that I have, you know, been diving into the most in the last eight years that I've used Canva. But there's so many tools out there that we, we see the, the top part of it and we don't dive deep. So this, this whole exercise of AI content strategy tips today was to get people curious, I think, 100%. and experiment with things and understand that there's so much out there that we don't know. That's very exciting. Yeah. And I would just like to add something um, like we've talked about creating content and about scheduling content. Uh, there's a plugin uh, in chat GPT four called Zapier. It's like an online, online publishing uh, software, right? And you can use that. And ChatGPT will create Zapier links for you to publish your content. And you can just click those and schedule your content. So I think it's amazing how it's growing and it's incorporating more and more uh, tools. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really exciting to see where it's going. Yeah, I think what it's, uh, what it's kind of pushed everybody to do, every tool that I've paid for so far, now is integrating AI. It pushes everybody to be better. Uh, I mean, I've yeah. used Agora Pulse for a long time, probably eight years for scheduling. And they have a lot of cool stuff. Well, the last time I logged in, there's like, hey, do you need AI to write some of your captions? Boom, it's right there. It's, it's pushing everybody to be better, right? It's like when everybody got yeah. calculators in the, you know, I don't know when the calculator was invented and virtually everybody's like, oh no, we don't want calculators you still have to understand how to use the tool and it allowed us to dive deeper into math by having calculators. So I think it's kind of like this and it's making all the people behind the scenes, all the SaaS companies kind of be on their toes. They can't sit back and go, Oh, we have this tool. It's great. They have to keep innovating and inventing. And that's the most exciting time that we live in right now. I think that we're in this time where we we're, when we look back in 10, 15 years, we're going to see this growth that is unbelievable. And I think it started in 2023. I mean, it's kind of been going for a while, but I think we're really shooting up and everybody is just really be on their, everybody needs to be on their toes. If you're a SaaS company, right? Yeah, yeah 100%. And I think it's, I find it like it's very similar to when internet was new. I think AI being new and people, some people get it. Some people are still not sure about it. I think it's very similar to when internet was new. And I think it's exciting to see that's, how that's, people. That's a great analogy. So how can people connect with you? What platform are you most active on? If they want to connect with you and get to know you, maybe they're in Canada like you, or maybe they're a digital marketing specialist, or maybe they want to know more about AI and how you use it for the company that you work with. 100%. I'm mostly uh, active on LinkedIn. Okay. And yeah, that's my name, Gurbir Brar. That's my username there. All so right. Please feel free to reach out and I would love to have a chat. 
That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here with us today. And I thank all of those of you who were here with us live, watch a replay and listen to this as a podcast. If you want to know more about AI, definitely connect with Gorbrer. And I absolutely love it. I think this is the tip of the iceberg. I would love to have you back next year and maybe talk what's what's new in 2024 and see where this has gone because I know this is going to blow out of the water everything we do um, in our lives. So um, thank you again so much. Thank you for everybody who was here with us. And um, I'll see you next week with another episode of Strategy Talks. Bye, everybody. Thank you.